what will Giannis do in his first game since Laddergate? Is Jason Tatum in for a big night in the Windy City? Can the Cavs contain Trey Young? Welcome to today's episode of Hardwood Parlays. I'm your host, Bobby Kravitsky. Joining me for an episode where we'll explore what we believe are the best bets from Monday's NBA slate in an effort to put more money into your pockets and your bank accounts from Pub Sports Radio. He's the person your favorite sharp gets his picks from, Connor Mack. Thanks for having me, uh, Bobby, on this Monday. And uh, I love this uh, card today. I think there's a few good spots uh, to make some cash. So let's get right to it. Yeah, Connor, there's a lot of compelling matchups on tonight's schedule. Can't wait to dive into it with you. Where I want to start is with the Hawks taking on the Cavs in Cleveland. What I like from this one, instinctually when people hear this, they might be surprised. But to me, Trey Young, I think he comes in at under two and a half threes made tonight. You can get it for minus 125 on FanDuel. Our listeners know that's where I get most of my lines from is FanDuel. And I'll definitely state otherwise if that's the case. But today, everything from over there moving forward. And so with the Hawks, we are talking about a team that has the highest percentage of points in the NBA from inside the arc, conversely, the lowest percentage from beyond it. The Cavs, meanwhile, they allow the 10th fewest opponent three-point attempts per game, and they rank 12th in opponent three-pointers cashed in per contest. And at the same time, if you shave that figure down by just one, they would rank in the top five. And Trey Young, as good as he is, as prolific as he is at getting to the free throw line, which accounts for so much of his point total, along with that deadly floater of his, he's only averaging 2.3 makes from beyond the arc per game. He's shooting 31.5% to start the season from long range, and he has made exactly two threes in eight straight contests. He's only eclipsed that figure of two three times this season. So I think once again, he's going to come in at under two and a half threes. Yeah, I think this game is uh, going to be a good one. Obviously, the Cavs are on a back-to-back. Uh, and Cavs, one of the better shooting teams, you know, all, so far in this young season. I think they're right up there, top three. I don't, I like that bet because, uh, you know, this Hawk team, this Hawks team is going through a little transition, you know, here. I just, they can score it. Their defense isn't very good. The whole Collins situation, um, you know what? I don't mind that bet. I am taking the Cavs, even on this back-to-back. I think they're that good. Uh, I think they could score it. And just with this short number, you know, I've thought about it. I don't know if I want to just go first half, because I think even full game, they get them here. You, we know this Hawks team not very good against the number on the road. Uh, and I love what Mitchell's doing here with the Cavs, and I think they get it done. But I don't mind your bet. You have hell of a stats there uh, on, the, on the threes there with the young. Appreciate that. Yeah, those two bets go hand in hand also. And the Cavs, I really like that they hit a little bit of a funk and they've pulled themselves out of it and are starting to play better as of late. They're getting healthier too, minus the Kevin Love injury. So I'm with you there as well on the Cavs to come through and beat the Hawks and cover. And then Connor, I'm curious, take us any direction you want. What's the next bet on the schedule that you're looking at? Yeah, I wanted to get on to this next game. The only issue is you're laying points, but I think this team is that good and let's get with it the thunder here yes i love it i love it this short number they have owned the knicks too uh beat them like seven of eight just been money against this team we all know sga coming a real you know star just prolific score um all-star superstar i think he's that good you know what it's been different we gotta maybe change with the times because once i see laying a number 
with like the Thunder, it's like, stay off. You want this team on the road, catching points, especially double digits. But I'm not high on this Knicks team. Um, I think the Thunder are in a good spot here. They own the Knicks, and uh, I'm laying the two here. I think they get it done at home. I like it. I'm with you on that. And I'll go a step further. I think OKC hits on that over of 115 and a half. You can grab it for minus 115. This is a Thunder squad that ranks seventh in points per game, averaging 116 per contest, led by Shea Gilgis-Alexander, one of maybe the most underrated player in the NBA, not a household name yet, but he's not just an all-star. He's got to be somewhere in the MVP conversation right now. He's averaging 31 points, 5.9 assists, and 4.6 rebounds. And as if that wasn't enough, he's also producing nearly two steals and one and a half blocks per contest. So Shea Gilgis-Alexander is doing a little bit of everything at an impressive clip. And the Knicks, you talk about not being particularly impressed with them. To me, they're perfectly average, but defensively, they're really starting to struggle and backslide. They now rank 24th in terms of opponent points per game giving up 115. So you look at that over at 115 and a half, not to mention this game being in Oklahoma City. These two teams also met recently, Connor, and the Thunder hung 145 on them in a win at the Garden. So at the odds mentioned, I'll take the Thunder to score within 29 points of what they did in the last go around against New York. I like the bet. And you mentioned, let's just touch on the Knicks before we end it. You know, to kind of just this different team than the last few years. Lower scoring. They, like you talked about, defense has been bad. They're giving up points. All these guys want to score. I get it. Randall, Barrett, Brunson, uh, Toppin. But not a lot of defense going around there uh, with the Knicks. So, yeah, it's been tough for them. I like the bet as well with the team total. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a good sign that we're both on this one here. So we'll see how it plays out ultimately. And then I want to take us to the Windy City matchup between the Celtics and the Bulls. I like Boston to come through for that overmark as well at 117 and a half. You can get it for minus 114. The Celtics have been absolutely steamrolling teams offensively, putting up 120.2 points per game. They were the league leaders for a while. Now they rank second behind of all teams, the Sacramento Kings, who saw that coming. And they've scored the Celtics at least 126 in four of their last six games. Even when they didn't have it rolling, they still found a way to put up big numbers. A prime example was against that Thunder squad we were just talking about when they came to the Garden last Monday, and the Celtics shot the ball horrifically. They didn't have a reliable source of scoring, and they still put up 126 and had 64 points in the paint. And Jason Tatum, meanwhile, is struggling, and they're still putting up figures like that. Tatum hasn't shot well. He's putting up 35% from the field and 20% from beyond the arc, but he's getting to the line. His points are coming that way. And at the same time, I look at tonight's tilt with Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan guarding him. So we're just talking about their defensive prowess or lack thereof. And then you've got Nikola Vucevic protecting the rim. So after two days off for Boston, now going against one of the two teams that's beaten the Celtics this season, I think that Tatum is going to have a huge night and score at least 27 and that Boston will surpass 117 in a win. I love that uh, rip through right there, Bobby. I like it. And this is pretty big for the Celtics. You went through it. Just red hot, you know, nine in a row. They've been winning you know, ugly, winning big. You mentioned Tatum hasn't even been that great. Still getting wins. This game is interesting to me. And I, that's why I like your the total there to mess with not this number, if I were, you know, because this is one team, the Celtics last few years, the Bulls have kind of been their struggle. 
you know, one in six ATS, the last seven, you mentioned it earlier in the year, uh, it's kind of just been a weird matchup for them. Uh, the last couple of years, it's been weird. And I think they're, one of the wins was seven, four, you know, this line's at six. So that's what, cause I went back and forth. I like your play on it because I kind of lean to the bulls, but I just don't love them enough. You know, you mentioned Celtics coming in, you know, red hot rested here. Uh, so yeah, difficult one. I'd go with the points instead of laying it with the Celtics. Cause that could, you know, this could be like a five point win. You could get burned. Cause I was looking the other way a little bit in the end. I'm going to stay off, but, uh, I love the bet. And Connor, what's the next play that you've got on your docket there? Yeah, let's keep rolling here. That was one of my leans. Uh, I've already had those two. You know what? Let's just keep ripping through the card here. Cause, uh, I might have another play or two. Obviously, this line's moved too much. Why don't we go Golden State and New Orleans? I don't have a play on it. I looked real hard at that one. It was, ultimately, it's not. it didn't make my list, but it, I, I examined it for quite a bit. Yeah, so, I mean, the Warriors now, every, everyone's out, of course. Like last night, this was, you know, just five and a half. I was tempted uh, with the Pelicans because uh, it looked like, you know, uh, just Thompson was going to be out, but now everyone's out. Curry looks just like, I don't know, you know, they're not feel the team here. So it's gone all the way up to 10 and a half. I do like a play here, though, with CJ McCollum over two and a half threes. He's been very good behind the arc. Pelican's been scoring. Um, so, uh, and it's plus like 125. You're getting good plus money on it. I didn't get there. Uh, it's just creep too long, but maybe look at, you know, Golden State, whoever's been in, uh, their defense has not been good. You know, bottom third in the league. I think they're 24th, 25th. So uh, Pelicans win here. Number's huge. Maybe look at their team total. I'd have to double check and look it up what it is. But uh, New Orleans wins. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go team total than taking that 10 now. It's just gone too far for me. Even when a Golden State team, who knows who's going to be out there. Um, and I also like the McCollum prop there. You got the uh, Pelicans team that gets Zion back going up against a Warriors team that, as you said there, is going full Popovich, resting everyone again, which is a smart move. It's early in the season, defending champs. A lot of, you know, that core is comprised of older players. And at the same time, that does mean that there's a lot of better friendly lines to be had here, especially on the New Orleans side. So I'm with you on McCollum and what what this means for the Pelicans tonight. And then the matchup that I want to get to here is the Blazers taking on the Bucks in Milwaukee. I teased it at the top of the program. I think Giannis is going to have a monster performance in this one. I think he goes for a double-double, and Milwaukee gets the win. You can get that combo pack at minus 140. This is, like I said, it's the first game since the ladder incident, and the Bucks also had the weekend off. The ladder incident, in and of itself, who cares? But it's one of the first incidents where people are kind of taking shots at Giannis for something other than his free throws and going at him a little bit. He had the the loss. He didn't shoot well. There's video of him still missing the free throws when he's out there after the game in Philly. And just knowing what a prideful person he is, I feel like there might be a real fire burning internally for Giannis to come out and make a statement. He recently got the crown as the best player in the game. And that's something that means a great deal to him. And so I think Giannis is going to come out and just absolutely put it on a Blazers team that isn't known for their defense to begin with. They're down Damian Lillard. And not to mention, we all know that Giannis cares more about team success and being able to contend for titles than individual accolades. His team's lost four of its last six games, so they're in need of a turnaround. Portland dropped its last two games. 
at home. So they're ripe, you know, as an opponent who you want to go up against. So I, I think the Bucks win big and that the best player in the game shows out tonight. Yeah, in the end, I stayed off here. You know, the Blazers kind of early on played without Lillard, but they've been good when he was in. You know, now he's out again for a while. Um, it's going to hurt them down the line. They're just too young. I know they've come out early in this year and done well. Bucks, though, you know, eight and one at home, best team at home, best defensive team. I think so, too, in the NBA, you know, you know, top three. But I think they are right now the best. You know, the numbers crept out there, but I like the Bucks here. I maybe jump on them early and often, maybe go with the first half uh, look here. I think you could get a five and a half. I'm going to have to double check that. Um, but I think early and often with the Bucks is a good move. Full game, I'm not so sure. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like it. I think the Bucks win here. It's good to hear. Once again, glad that we're aligned. Connor, any other games, any other prop bets that you want to get to on your docket over there? Yeah, it's touching it. This game I'm not on the game here. These teams just played, and these are teams – well, I, Pacers have given me trouble over the time and over the last three or four years at home laying a number. And that's what they're doing here. And they just beat the Magic by, you know, one point. Just what was it? Saturday night, 114-113. This total's interesting. You know, it hasn't moved. You know, bunch of money to the under uh, in this one. So that's interesting. But we know these teams usually go over, especially the Pacers, big-time over team. Magic just dealing with so many injuries here. that You know, it's going to be tough for them. Uh, but I can't lay it with the Pacers. But I think Miles Turner... You look at him. I think he'll fill up the bucket. I love his prop over uh, 25 and a half, his points and rebounds. I think he eats uh, tonight. So that was another prop that I'm on. Just a few. Early in the NBA season, sometimes I don't go crazy on the props because I have uh, other sports going on. But that was one that I loved, and I think he gets that tonight. Yeah, I think that's a good find there. Turner, he's off to a good start this season. He missed some time with that injury. But as far as tonight against the banged-up Orlando squad, I think that's a smart play with his size, his ability yeah. to shoot it, and just how involved the Pacers keep him in the offense. That was something I was curious to monitor when he came back from injury, and they were so entertaining right out of the gates and had such a high-octane offense. I didn't know how many touches he would get if they'd keep him involved, but they have, and so I think that bodes well to what you're talking about here. Yeah, I hope so. I think he gets there uh, tonight and fills it up. Okay, so just a depleted Magic team dealing with injuries. Yeah, it's a shame because the Magic are a fun watch too, especially with Paolo Bancaro, who's going to win Rookie of the Year, who's doing things that you know put him in the same stratosphere to start his NBA season and, and as a rookie that LeBron James has accomplished. So Paolo, I'm not saying he's LeBron, obviously, but he is one of those guys that is becoming appointment television for those who like to watch the NBA. He's definitely, and that's another thing, you know, he's going to be out a little bit. Anthony's out. Wendell Carter's day-to-day. -day. I think he might play. So, you know, Fultz still has got to, to make his debut. He hasn't played. That's coming soon. So I think the, the Pacers fill it up tonight. Just, hey, laying six and a half for the Pacers at home has not uh, been a great thing for me over the last uh, few years. But uh, I think Turner gets there. Maybe look at their team total. Yeah, it's time for Indiana to reward you, Connor. So hopefully Miles Turner comes through. <laughs> that wraps up this edition of Hardwood Parlays. But before we go, Connor, the stage is yours to promote any work that you want to share. And for those missing out, let them know where they can find you on social media. Just check me out on all socials, uh, Connor Mac or Connor Mac Picks. Check me out on Pub Sports Radio. That's mostly where I do uh, 
all our shows and videos on there. And uh, thanks for having me, as always, uh, Bobby. Love doing these uh, shows here. Quick, to the point, NBA card. Love it. You know how we do it. Efficiency reigns supreme. Connor, you're sharp among sharp, so I'm happy, and it's an honor to have you on any program that I do. As for me, usually the winning ticket airs on Thursdays, but with that being Thanksgiving, this week's show will come out on Wednesday. Me and two heavy hitters like Mr. Mack over here will give you our best bets from the NFL's Turkey Day lineup in this weekend's NFL and college football slates. You can find that on Believe.com, the Winning Ticket YouTube page, or wherever you get your podcast from. Same goes for Hardwood Parlays. Obviously, it has its own YouTube page, though. A key difference there. Please be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to these shows. It goes a long way. For Connor Mack, I'm Bobby Kravitsky. This has been Hardwood Parlays.